Hello, and welcome back to another FACT podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique. And in this uh, podcast, we'll talk a little bit about dementia, Alzheimer's disease, losing your mind a bit as you grow older. So the reason I was prompted to do this podcast is someone mentioned to me, this is June 2020, where the COVID-19 deaths were, you know, nationwide. And I said, well, we're almost at the level of where um, year in, year out, Alzheimer's takes the lives of our elders, seniors, and sometimes a little younger people. And uh, this uh, patient looked at me and said, what? And I go, yeah, Alzheimer's kills about 100,000 people year in, year out. Um, No one really talks too much about it. We do see it in the news. You see it in the movies where someone loses their memory and they can't remember their loved ones or they get lost walking down the street or they're in a nursing home or long-term care center and they get out and they can't remember who they are. And eventually you get a downgrade of the central nervous system. That's the brain and controlling uh, all your physiology, all your biology, and you eventually die. And on that uh, death certificate, they would put Alzheimer's disease. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and how, I don't know if it's being neglected nowadays, but what I noticed in the last few months, which uh, COVID-19 has Um, brought up all the social distancing, all the avoiding of our elders and long-term care centers has caused a spike, not in COVID-19 deaths, but in Alzheimer's deaths. They've actually doubled in the last few months here from March until June. And why is that? Well, because you need stimulation for your brain to go. Your brain is an organ of sensory processing. Your brain is an organ of sensory processing. And what that means is information comes in, processes it, interprets it, changes it a little bit, lets, gives your, your brain information in that computer you have on what to do. It interprets your world around you. So your mind, the construct of which I'm talking now, how you're hearing me, that mind, is actually a construct of your biological organ called the brain. And if that brain is ill, damaged, broken in some way, your mind is affected. You can't have one without the other. For example, if you have a laptop, which is a physical construct, and you're trying to run a game program on it or even run this podcast program on it and it's been dropped or it's been broken, the program may not work properly. It's not the program's fault. There's nothing wrong with the internet. It's the laptop. It's the hardware. The hardware. It's not a software or program problem. Alzheimer's and dementia is a problem of hardware. So what causes Alzheimer's and dementia? Well, first of all, let's clarify. Alzheimer's is not dementia. Dementia is not Alzheimer's. Now, if you have Alzheimer's disease, you, one of the components is dementia. Dementia is a decline in cognitive function and decrease in memory. 
So one thing you have to look at is there's a big difference between dementia and Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's is, is a clear diagnosis based on what the brain is doing in pathophysiology. What happens is your brain kicks off these uh, tau proteins, TAU, these, uh, these waste products. And all these waste products cause tangles in all the wiring in your brain. We call it neurofibrillary tangles. And if there's all these tangles, guess what? Information can't get from right to left, left to right, north to south. Information doesn't get through. And if the information doesn't get through, guess what? You get a change in the processing. So it's a hardware problem. Alzheimer's is not, is not um, hereditary. It's about 4 to 5% hereditary. 95% they call as idiopathic. When, as us doctors say, idiopathic means it makes an idiot out of you and me. It means we don't really know the cause. Well, I'm going to go through some ideas about that. I'm going to go into dementia a little bit and maybe some things you can do in your life to, to help those who have dementia or Alzheimer's or both. And some things you can do to avoid yourself. So... In about so 2011, um, in the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease, there was a it's controversial, very controversial article um, called "Aluminum and Alzheimer's Disease After a Central Con- After a Century Controversy." Is there a plausible link? Now, here's the thing: um, this Canadian professor put out this article, research article. He showed all the things that aluminum does in the brain. Aluminum is a light metal. It's not a heavy metal like lead, but it's a light metal. And that metal toxicity can cause the exact same pathophysiology as Alzheimer's. What does that mean, Fred? Well, I don't have time to bore you with all the studies, and I could bury you. I had a one doctor say, well, you don't know this or that. And I'm like, I buried him with 90 studies the other day on uh, the, what the effects of aluminum um, on the human body. So let's look at some of those. Significant decreases in cognitive and psychomotor performance in human and animals. So aluminum decreases how you think and how you move. It impairs visceral motor coordination. It impairs long-term memory. It impairs long-term hippocampal potentiation. That it doesn't, it means you can't even form a memory if you have some aluminum in your body. Zero. And your hippocampus is part of your brain for memory formation. If you're not wiring there as you're even listening to me, you're not going to remember anything. And aluminum, there's plenty of studies showing that it stops hippocampal long-term potentiation. In other words, you can't make a memory at all. Um, aluminum, and this is the big thing, when it's in the brain, when it's in the central nervous system, it reproduces the hallmark cholinergic effects of Alzheimer's disease. Cholinergic, it's a neurotransmitter, which you have to remember is that um, it's used like a break in our, uh, in our brain. It's a breaking system. Um, it's used in all the functions in the brain, and it impairs acetylcholinate esterase activity, which is an enzyme. Um, it reduces uh, 
neurocholine acetyltransferase, another enzyme, and moving information back and forth and putting a break on information and mediating uh, information. It actually black, blocks acetylcholine right at the neural cleft, trying to, so the neural cleft is the space between two neurons. I know I'm going a little too detailed and I try to keep this simple, but long story short, aluminum blocks all those activities and that's exactly what happens in Alzheimer's disease. It's pathognomonic, um, big long $10 word for it is what it is. You can't, it is nothing else. It can't be nothing, anything else. If it has feathers and it flies and it quacks, it's a duck. So with aluminum, you get the exact same effects um, that you would get in Alzheimer's disease. It also inhibits utilization of glucose in the brain. It changes how calcium is used in the brain. So it changes the firing rate. So aluminum is going to change how you think and how you behave. It's also going to change your memory. And it's also going to start destroying physically your brain cells. So Fred, why is this important? Well, right now, 24 million people are diagnosed with some type of Alzheimer's. There's 4.5 million new cases diagnosed every year. And by 2040, so 20 years from now, there's going to be 81.1 million people in the world with Alzheimer's disease. Now, that's huge to think about this worldwide uh, infectious pandemic we're dealing with, and no one cares about Alzheimer's disease or dementia. And if you have my opinion, we really don't care about COVID because COVID's taking out these populations too, and no one's putting the money or research in there. They're just not. So I thought we would, uh, we would, we would focus a little bit on this because our elders are our seats of wisdom. Um, if you go back 100 years ago, if anyone made it to 60, 70, 80, 90 years of age, everyone went to them and treated them with honor because they had so much information, so much experience. They had seen so much. That was our computers back then. You went to great grandma. You went to great grandpa. You went to them for wisdom. You went to, you know, John Adams. Um, when he was 90 years old and Thomas Jefferson when he was 90 years old and asked him about information going on. Um, top presidents would always go back to other presidents and other senators and ask them information because they had lived through it. They weren't losing their mind. You, your mind gains information, supposedly, um, biologically. That's the way it happens. Only recently, in the last 30 or 40 or 50 years, have we looked at aging as a mind destroyer. We always know that aging is a body destroyer. That's absolutely true. But only in the last 50 to 100 years has it been a mind destroyer. You know, there's always been the, the quote-unquote senile old man in a movie, kind of stereotyped, it's horrible. But that was rare if you study your history up until about 50 years ago. Now we're seeing it all the time and we're seeing it earlier and earlier where people are, are losing their, their memories and their cognitive skill, their, bear, their ability to process. So what are the 10 early signs of Alzheimer's? Well, you know, memory that disrupts your daily life if you're forgetting things. Um, changes in planning and solving problems. 
like keeping track of your monthly bills and your checkbook. Difficulty um, completing familiar tasks. Um, you know, just not leaving the iron on or the water running, but we're talking about you can't figure out where your socks are. So something beyond, you know, um, what would be considered normal. Confusion with time or place, that's a big one. Where they really, if you asked them what day it was or where they were, they have trouble. Um, trouble understanding um, visual relationships, nuances. If someone drew a duck, you know, is that a duck? New problems with speaking and writing. New problems with words they never had a prop, the patient never had a problem with. Misplacing things and not your keys or your glasses or anything like that. Um, decreased judgment. Um, behavioral changes. And men, that's the big one. The grumpy old man complex. It's not that they're grumpy. They could be, you know, losing cognitive ability and their ability to process. So they get a little depression, they get a little grumpy. As you remember from previous podcasts, anger and grumpiness is a sign of depression in men, where women, it's the crying and sitting in the corners. Not that you can't have either, but that's usually what's expected. And what's the treatment for Alzheimer's disease? Well, there's tons of medications, but they really haven't done much for uh, slowing it down. They haven't attacked the real issue of why there's toxins, um, protein top byproduct, these tau proteins building up, why the brain is, uh, is kind of having this reaction. So I thought I would back up a little bit too and talk about dementia and we'll put that together so uh, make it as easy. We did talk about aluminum, so you do want to avoid toxins in your diet. Lead, we know, affects the mind. We don't have time in this podcast to talk about all the things that occur in the, in the body when you're lead poisoned, but aluminum is very similar. It's a big controversy. If you Google it, there's some people say, oh, aluminum's not a problem. And then, as I just quoted, there's plenty of research articles, not uh, marketing articles on web pages, but research articles linking it. I would just say avoid aluminum. You know, we know mercury is bad. We know that drinking motor oil is bad. Uh, hell, we even know now, whoa, big deal, that smoking cigarettes may be bad for your health. So just avoid it. Um, so try to remove the aluminum from your diet and from your world. Where can you find aluminum? Pots and pans. It's found in a lot of antiperspirants and deodorants, um, some medications like vaccines. Um, you really have to do your research and try. If you're trying to, for proper brain health, you know, get the aluminum out. And I've heard people say, well, aluminum's natural in the environment. Yeah, but not natural between my ears and my brain. It is natural in the environment. So is arsenic. Doesn't mean I want to take it in. Mercury's natural. Don't want to take it in. Cadmium is in lead are natural. We find them in the environment. Doesn't mean I want it in my body. Some of the most ridiculous things I've heard from people say. So <clears throat> avoid the toxin. We know it's a toxin. Avoid it. Um, and work your way to eliminate it from your life. So backing up on uh, Alzheimer's, dementia, what is that? You know, a slowdown of cognitive or processing the world around you. What can cause dementia? 
Well, Alzheimer's disease can cause dementia. Dementia, that's a big one. But in my world, it's vascular issues like strokes, um, uh, Parkinson's disease, which is a movement disorder, Huntington's disease, a movement disorder, traumatic brain injury. I see this in boxers all the time. This is where, you know, you get the punch drunk boxer and uh, damage to the brain. That's why we're trying to stop concussions in the youth because we know it damages their brain. It leads to dementia. We know that concussions damage the brain. It leads to dementia. So why are we not doing other things like removing aluminum from our, our immediate world that protect the brain too? It's amazing. I'll see people go out for a medication, a shot. They'll be using deodorant, aluminum frying pans, but you know they won't let their kids play football or hockey because they're afraid of concussion. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, you're going to you're going to juice that brain full of metals, which will lead to a toxic reaction in the CNS. And they're going to they have a possibility of having dementia, which can lead and some of this damage can lead to Alzheimer's. They're going to have all these effects, but you won't let them play football. I, I just don't get it, except that most people are not qualified to um, actually parent themselves. And uh, they should probably study the body they're going to have for 70, 80, 90 years. And a little biology would help. Otherwise, you can be led astray. So, so what brain cell damage can lead to dementia or changing processing, a hardware problem in your laptop, in your computer? We know that. How can we protect it? Well, one, diet's a big one. Make sure your brain is getting all the nutrients it, get, it needs. You know, like choline and fatty acids. Your brain is, is like a protein fatty um, organ floating in uh, Gatorade. Gatorade is the cerebral spinal fluid. It, you know, those electrolytes. And so, you know what? Feed it fat and protein. You know, a Pop-Tart is not going to feed your brain. It's going to do the opposite. Carbs do not feed the brain, except the opposite. Now, people say, well, the brain runs on carbs. Yes, but I mean to make, to build um, neurons, to repair neurons, which takes time, a long time in the brain. So make sure you're eating right for brain health, okay? Make sure you're eating right for brain health, taking in nutrients like choline and fatty acids. If you want to think faster, try a choline supplement. You'll be shocked. Um, of how your, well your brain works after taking it just for a week. Or, you know, have egg yolks. Best thing you can do. Lots of choline and egg yolks. So think about that. Eat well for your brain. Um, don't starve yourself. When you starve yourself and you lower blood glucose levels, the brain's activity slows down. Another thing is look at your cardiovascular health. A lot of cases of dementia I see or presumptive Alzheimer's, when we send them out for an MRI, we get a scan and they have small vessel disease in their brain. That means the capillaries in their brain are gunked up. They're, they just look like there's no blood flow getting through. So blood flow was very important. Well, how can I increase my blood flow in the brain? Well, you have to exercise the brain. That means reading, not watching TV, thinking, learn a new language, constantly studying, Art, you, your brain will fill up with blood when, it is, when those neurons are active. It takes blood and oxygen for a neuron to work. So guess what? Use your brain. 
I don't know if sitting around watching sitcoms or uh, goofing around on Pinterest is really using your brain. Some it may be, but definitely not watching, you know, um, you know, say yes to the dress is going to make your brain work any better. And it's very true with nerve cells. If you don't use them, you will lose them. They, if, they're not, if they're not needed, if they're not being fired, they're going to unwire. If you're not firing, they're going to unwire. And that means you won't use them, and then you won't be able to use that later when you need it. And that slows down cognitive thinking. So constantly push increased cognitive work. Constantly try to challenge yourself. That doesn't mean you have to take a calculus class at age 40, 50, or 60, but you have to challenge your brain to get blood up there. That's how it works. Fred, you mean like a muscle if you're thinking deeply and exercising your brain like math or a new language, there's more blood in your brain? Yes, which makes your capillaries more healthy, which gets the garbage out of the neurons and pulls out all the waste products and gets them moving. Just like exercise helps your muscles and your general health, you got to exercise your mind or your biological organ called your brain. That's what's important. So, so let's review. So to work on dementia or to try to prevent Alzheimer's, you have to have blood going into your brain and coming out. That means you actually have to work it. Worst thing you can do is shove someone into a long-term care center, shove them on a rocking chair and have no sensory integration, no sensory information, no processing done at all. You might as well just put a tourniquet around their neck because that's what you're doing is cutting, cutting down the amount of blood demanded by the neurons in the brain, which will eventually cause those neurons to slowly die out. Just like if you tape or put your right arm in a sling, even though it's healthy for a year or two, when you try to take it out, it'll be withered from lack of use. This is common sense. I don't think you need a, a degree in biology to figure that out. But it's like sometimes arguing people um, over politics. They don't use common sense. So get your brain working. Even if you don't want to work it, I'm tired. Well, you know, do a crossword puzzle. Do something that challenges your brain just a little bit, even 15 minutes, 30 minutes every day, if you want to avoid forgetting about your friends and relatives. Having personally experienced this in my own life, it's horrible when it affects a loved one. So you want to definitely start to try to prevent it, your personal self, and take those supplements or eat those foods that will help you um, stave this off guess what your mind is your most important value that you bring to your community your mind don't waste it take care of it and this has been another fact podcast 